This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. <laughs> Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host, Emery Lavelle J. on Instagram and Twitter as Ain't I Emery. And of course, you know, I'm always going here with some motherfucking Negroes I know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Joining me now is Lyrical Mar on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar. Good night. Hey. How are you? are barely visible. You look like you're hiding in the shadow. I am. <laughs> Again, <laughs> you know me well. Um, it's, it's my birthday, so I'm, you know. I know. Yeah. Happy birthday! Happy and also birthday. joining me is Lindsay. Right, we're gonna get to that. And also joining me is Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lens Wags. Anyway, ni hao. Yes. That one. <laughs> Happy birthday, Marcus. Happy birthday, my love. I appreciate it. We know it's not the official day, but about time people listen to this, um, we'll be celebrating and drunk and falling in the streets. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything you want to share at this new age? In a sickening boot. (laughs) (laughs) High off the ground. Um, wow, I don't know what I want to share, but what I want, but what I do want to confirm is, when you get to my age, which some of you know and others of you won't know, but when you get to my age, you really give a fuck less. It's yeah. true. Yeah, it's very yeah. true. And uh, you don't mind saying what the hell you think. So I'm looking forward to my. Uh, Next 10 years. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah. Thank you. Well, listen, not many people get to make it to the age that you are that we won't disclose. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm happy to be able to be with you for this new journey. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, so, it's still Women's History Month. Yes. The month of March. Spring is here as well. So I'm feeling pretty joyful, especially during the airy season. Um, it's a better time for life coming outside of Pisces season. Yeah, I said it. Um, so I decided that I wanted to highlight some women, five women that I just felt were dear to my heart, being from Chicago as a little black queer boy. And they were these five women. Yeah. Um, I wanted to highlight Ida B. Wells. Yeah. Uh, a big woman in her day. She made the first black kindergarten. I mean, she was also important in the women's suffrage movement and fighting for rights. Um, and then we also have Tracy Africa. Model. She's considered by most to be the first black trans model. Of course, she's very well known for being on the Clear All Box. Then I have Bessie Coleman, who is the first black pilot, period. Not male or female, pilot, period. And also first Native American pilot. 
Mm. And to hold an international pilot license. Work. Work. And for those who don't know, the author, Jacqueline Woodson, um, I have her pictured as well. Um, I think about when I was in seventh, maybe eighth grade, and I was reading If You Come Softly. It was just one of my favorite books as a kid. Um, So I wanted to highlight her. And then last on my list, I have Marsha P. Johnson. Yeah. I also always have to mention um, with (laughs) Sylvia Vieira, who are two prominent figures in the Stonewall movement. But even beyond that, just a loud and proud advocate for trans rights, HIV and AIDS rights, and also um, fighting a fight for youth homelessness. So... Thank you to these five women that were very important in my upbringing. Uh, for those who don't know, Ida B. Wells was um, a project in Chicago. <laughs> um, but yeah. because of that, I wanted to research her name more. And Bessie Coleman, um, there was a library down the street from my mom's house, and I used to frequent it. Um, pretty often to do research for school and things. So um, that's why they make the list to me. So thank you for being trail. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love this list. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, I don't want to put people that are like connected to me in some way, not just any five random people. <laughs> so I do also have some announcements just to throw out there um, for those who don't know um, Law Roach has retired from styling celebrities <laughs> that's kind of wild to me um, some of you may know him from being a judge on Legendary and others may know him as the bomb ass fucking celebrity stylist that he is and you may have seen him in some looks um, that he has done for Zendaya along with many other people, it comes as much as a surprise. Um, What is with this sudden change? Um, This also comes after a slew of other bitches then retired as well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't know if they retired or not. Well, let's say, let's not say retire, but also like just step down from some prominent fashion houses. Yeah. In branding. I hope Law Roche changes his mind. I mean, I kind of feel like I know what he's saying. I mean, the way the way it was explained is that from his point of view, like when he's working with a celebrity, if they get a deal with like Dior, right. then that means he, he ain't necessarily part of the deal. So that means he may not work with that that person for a long amount of time. Mm-hmm. He's just cut out of it. So, you know, in that moment, he's probably tired of that shit. And so much other stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure behind the scenes. But I really hope that he changes his mind because <sighs> we just need black boy presence mm-hmm. in the fashion scene as much as possible. And I don't know. That's all I have to say about it. I mean, he's very vague with his reason. I mean, I know he wants to spend more time with his family, too. But um, I hope he changes his mind. Yeah. 
So to um, go back a bit, I've mentioned that some other um, people stepped down. Um, Jeremy Scott, he left Machino. Ricardo Tichi mm-hmm. departed from Burberry. Um, and Alessandro oh, Michelle exited Gucci. So um, it's a lot going on at one time. Of course, not overnight, but over the last um, few weeks and months. Um, but as, as it, in regards to Law Roach, I kind of understand what he's saying. It's, he said he's not stepping away from fashion, but just um, styling celebrities. And I do think that he could commodify off that more, especially when you become a public figure yourself. Why not you be the brand? Why not you be the face of the style looks that you've been putting on other people? Why not be the hanger yourself, the model? So um, he's already booked a show. Let's see where that goes to him. Maybe he can be his own style icon as opposed to making other people style icons. Well, he recently did an interview and I watched the entire interview. And my assessment is that, you know, he came from very humble beginnings. Um, and just to piggyback a little bit of off of what Marcus said, it wasn't just about, it was really more so about respect. Mm-hmm. There were some central themes that he spoke of, racism, the lack of respect for his talent. They sort of went hand in hand. He is now Law Roach. Like, he has a name. Why? He, his thing was, why am I still being questioned? Why am I still being micromanaged? Why did you hire me if this is what's happening? Either trust my vision. And he's just tired. I think he's just tired of the whole, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think he really just, you know, politically, um, he was tired of the wheeling and dealing, And just over it all still feels like um, as a black person in the space, he doesn't get the the same respect. There's a lot of nepotism. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, connected people in that, you know, um, in that sector of the fashion industry when it comes to styling PR a lot of these people went to camp together they went to private schools together they went to Ivy League schools together come from moneyed families those connections and he was always seen as an outsider and you know I guess he was a bit of an outlier in that sense Mm -hmm. you know the way he was able to infiltrate these spaces and you know, when you infiltrate spaces like that, people still don't want to give you your due. They just don't. So I think he's just like trying to, at this point in his career, pivot and, you know, do like it's still, it was just a lot of things coming down on him. And being that he's a black stylist, <sighs> things for him work differently. Mm-hmm. In a space that's you know predominantly white male dominated, right? We're not even going to get into the white queer dominated part of it, but there's that component as well. Mm-hmm. So you know. Either way, you know, I I wish him the best, and mm-hmm. people are allowed to change their minds. We've known many people to say they were leaving and they came right back Jay-Z um, 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tyra Banks. That's right. <laughs> quite a few people. It's quite a few people. But um, yeah, good luck. And mm-hmm. as a person from Chicago, I'm rooting for you as well. So let's get right into these hot topics. Um, at the top of my list, <sighs> whew, Tamar Braxton and Candy Burris, baby. <laughs> <laughs> a fool. It's so funny. Oh, my goodness. It's very funny. I don't even really know what the fuck is going on. I just know Tamar came out. Well, I know it stemmed from this escape versus SWB whole argument that's been going on on social media, which can we circle back to? Well, it doesn't start from there. That's this is completely separate. I heard they've been beefing for years, but I'm talking about how it re. Let me say how it resurfaced, because she mentioned them in a comment. Like she said, she's like, "Where's this entitlement comes from?" And um, I I don't know. She said something about escape. No, it's SWV. That was the tail end of it, though. There, this thing between Candy and and Tamar started because she did an interview with Carlos King, and whatever she said on Carlos King, Tamar didn't like that because she was very adamant about because it came out this year or last year that Carlos King was trying to run with her life, her story and do a biopic without um, escape the group without their knowledge, which is legal, by the way, you can do it. But she was just so upset and so hurt that he did that. So they have beef. Tamar was getting Carlos's side of the story because she's on Dish Nation now. And I guess in her coverage of it, Candy didn't like whatever was said. So when she met up with Tamar, like she and Tamar had always had beef. They wanted Celebrity Big Brother together. They had supposedly mended it. However, Andy on Watch What Happens Live asked Tamar a question about, I heard you have something going on with a housewife. At first, she didn't want to name the person. He actually named the person. And so the story surface she didn't even want to say anything um she was they were on equal billing on some tour or some shit candy approached her about what was said with carlos king she didn't like it she was very upset about it and was basically given i don't fuck with you da 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 given all of that And then Tamar said she was trying to apologize to her Tamar said she's you know changed girl tried to apologize. It wasn't working. Candy was still like worked up about it. Todd comes out of nowhere, I guess to sort of get Candy out of the way, but he says, he says to her, to Tamar, you know what it is. So I'm assuming to Tamar that came off menacing. Aggressive. Like, yeah, people are like, oh, that ain't nothing. They were trying to fight me. He didn't come in her face, da-da. I would have took that as menacing as well. Don't be coming up to me talking about I know what it is. Nigga. You need to get the fuck out of my face. So that's where that whole thing lied. So she came out, did her turn of events. 
Candy came out, said her piece, and mm-hmm. then, well, Candy came out and and posted some shady posts about her being a victim. The that activated Tay Tay. Yes. So that's when Tamar just said, "Please, I." She started telling a tell all about what happened backstage. Then she like. Tamar she said, you can't sing. She has a huge ego. Tamar said, when she was recounting the story, she was like, please, I sing that whole bill up on uh, under the table. So whoever was on the billing, whoever was on the billing for that concert, she said, please, I, this whole bill, I'll sing all of them under the table. So I can't stomach Tamar, but I believe her. Um, oh, and yes, she can. Yeah, that's not. Oh, yes, she can. Yeah. Yes, she can. Yeah. Yes, she can. Indubitably. I mean, we, um, we know she, she can't do nothing else. She can't do nothing else. Run her damn mouth and sing. That's it. You know, so I didn't think she had to go that low, but then Candy calling her victim. I mean, you activate, you listen, when you activate a person, you better be ready. <laughs> But but well, Candy's right. <laughs> Tay Tay loves being a victim. Let's she does like right, right a hit. She loves being a victim. Wow! Somebody yeah. else must have told her that. Maybe maybe the Libra, Tony Braxton. <laughs> you know what? Tay Tay Braxton telling her, "I wouldn't be friends with you if we weren't related." <laughs> didn't she say that? She sure did. <laughs> <laughs> why did why does she need to say that? She wouldn't be friends with any of them. Because <laughs> it's a Libra, that's why. <laughs> Baby. That is some Libra shit. And she ate her food after. <laughs> in peace. She needed to get that. I think she had been holding that in for years. Yeah. Under her wigs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, and then Tamar, she's like, "Girl, you can't sing." Ooh, it's just rude. She just, she just said it. Oh, you can't sing. She said, "Sorry, she can't sing." Then she called her Billy Goat in the um, <laughs> in a deleted listen in a deleted post. Tamar cut cut the shit. She said, "I'm I'm not holding back no more." <laughs> She said, she said, the cunt can't sing. <laughs> Baby. I'm well, I'm she said what she said. Pay it. She said. You said what she said. <laughs> I, listened, I didn't fight it. <laughs> I was they're just gagging. They're both successful in their own right. And yes. It, like, okay. Listen, we don't know if they're both successful in their own right or not. <laughs> All I gotta say is, I know Tamar. I know Tamar ain't lying, but I'm on Candy's side. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not invested enough to be on anybody's side. But Me I'm like, girl. But at the same time, Tamar always in some drama. She she had been she was being good. She, she had was. been away for a she while. Was. She was she activated. Was. This another one. You leave her sleep. Yeah. It's certain. Don't poke the bear. Certain certain people. You have to leave them hibernating. 
Yeah. You know, and she was about her business. She found love with this this very charming white man. Mm-hmm. And um oh yeah, Queen's Court was everything. I enjoyed that. And um yeah. Well, get it together, girl. Found happiness somewhere. Mm-hmm, she did. Because I know damn well she wasn't happy. Okay, okay. Right. Sleeping with that grizzly that she'd been with for a decade. <laughs> he lost two pounds and seasons. thought he could do better than her. As oh. soon as he got that, he, he almost died. But as soon as he saw himself in that mirror and half of that stomach was gone... He was like, I could do better than her. Bitch. See, I just saw a story like this on 1,000 Pound Life. Um, something like that, whatever it's called. As soon as the bitch started, it's another one, not my 400 Pound Life. It's the one with 1,000 Pound something. And um, I'm surprised you have a life at 1,000 pounds. Oh my god. I don't know if they are actually a thousand pounds or half a ton. But anyway, as soon as she started losing weight, I think she left her man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would oh, stick said. beside you, big stomach and all, and then it's the minute you start losing weight. You always like, said you ain't live your best life <laughs> when you lose that hundred, bitch. Piece of work. We gotta go. We got we gotta go. We gotta change this outfit. <laughs> By Lindsay. <laughs> okay, but the question that I want to ask: SWV or Escape? Hmm. SWV. I'm gonna go with the SW the V. You know, it's a Brooklyn thing. But I love Escape. I do. Yeah. Listen, they're, all, they're both successful. One is in the top 10 best-selling female groups of all times. But nevertheless, um, they're both great. They're both awesome. Yeah. And who do you choose? I chose SWV. Oh, okay. I just identified with their Their hits hit more. They that do, um, but it's not. It's not to say that escape hits don't hit. It's just it's just SWV, SWV hits a little bit. Hit. It's just a little bit more. Yeah. I still play that Human Nature remix of right here. Oh shit! You um, yeah, that's a. I was just at a um a little gathering and they were playing um anything. I mean, you know. Over. Over. I'm just thinking of all this songs. Like, the it's one just that solid. The, um, the list goes on. Yeah. But nevertheless, I mean, <laughs> in celebrating all the black women in both groups, like, They're both amazing. of them are so important to the 90s. As, they really are. Yeah. They, so. That was the sound. 
Mm-hmm. Need to find the sound. It, yeah, really. The nineties like, was the time for the groups. Really, I mean, there was obviously some mega oh solo stars, but little groups. It was them that like it was a ton of little yeah. girls. John, we were talking about Jane the other night. And there was Jade. <laughs> oh my God, there were a ton of groups. Yeah, and they were all good. Did we say total? Total brownstone. Mm. Mm. So many, <laughs> so many, and that's just the women. So many, <laughs> yeah. So many good, you know. They turned out a single or two, bitch. <laughs> At least one. At, At least, least one. one or two. Honestly, all of them had almost at least two. <laughs> At least two. Even the little group, the little groups had at least two like heavy hit. Like, damn, girl. Yeah. We were jamming. Mm-hmm. Do you love me? Goodbye. Dragging <laughs> <laughs> <are> it. <laughs> anyway. So on um a not so light note, um, we have to address Hope Giselle and <sighs> someone you don't know named Samson McCormick. <laughs> yes, Hope. But I will tell you who he is. He is a comedian and he has won awards allegedly based on his profile. Um, he and also then had him on this show. Was he on here? Yes, he was. He was on with the Swallows. Um, no, I'm kidding. No, he was on the show. Um, we had um, the opportunity to interview him. Mm. And, you know, he was nice enough to come on and tell us about what he does. Now, fast forward to today. And we also just saw him last year at um, the I Am Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward um, a year later. By the way, for those who don't know, I will be hosting the Red Carpet at the I Am Awards in D.C. Yes. On April 22nd. Yes. And yeah, I look forward to it. Judge Mathis is getting an award. Hope Giselle will be there receiving an award as well. Um, but everything is connected. So um, both of oh, Samson is from D.C. Hope Giselle lives here. They've mm-hmm. run across each other quite a few times. Hope Giselle said that he's actually made numerous transphobic comments in the past, but shit hit the fan when he was on Fox Soul and they the conversation of um, gender expression and um, trans people came up. And he said something to the effect of sometimes basically like you need to look the part of your gender and sometimes i don't know what you're going for wearing a a kitten heel it it doesn't need to be repeated exactly but hope she had time and got him together (laughs) and she made it clear like i'm getting you together but it's really not just about you it's really about about black gay men as a whole who think like that and put black trans women in harm's way um, but what do you all have to say about that and how do you feel about his comments? Fuck him. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not su- I'm not surprised by this. He's not sorry about it. He wants to distance himself from being black and gay so bad that 
it's embarrassing. And that's why I hope Giselle had to gather him politely. Thank you, Hope, for doing it politely. But we're here to gather him non-politely. <laughs> I will not be joining in that. Well, it's fine. You have to see him. Me and Lindsay. I have to see it. him. Me and Lindsay will do it. Yes. We can address the shit stain. But I'm listening. Without you. Oh my God. I'm listening. Listen, Samson. Just keep saying it. Just keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep saying and it. maybe you'll convince Hope. Oh. He won't. He Giselle. won't convince Hope. You will never convince Hope. <laughs> and that's why she had to let you know that she sees you for exactly who you are. She had to make a stand and make a statement, not only to you, but to every black gay man who thinks like you. Mm-hmm. Basically given, bitch, we're supposed to be aligned. Right. And you are leveraging, you are tap dancing for heterosexuals for laughs at the expense of your trans sisters. That's not going to fly. Ain't shit funny about what people of trans experience have to go through. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something, you don't get to dictate um, how anyone represents themselves. And as a gay man, you should definitely not be saying any type of shit like that. In your women's pants. <laughs> okay. In the size nine or ten, bitch. How dare you? Okay. So, uh-uh. That's, it's just, there is a lack of respect in, well, in regards to the community with all the letters that are represented, it, represented, there is a lack of respect. This is what I've observed navigating this community as a whole. The L's don't respect, like, it's weird. Like, lesbians have their own culture. Mm-hmm. Gays have their own culture. Mm-hmm. Trans have their culture. But a lot of the times, trans culture and gay culture, especially where we navigate in ballroom, it intersects a lot. And these kinds of problems are very prevalent. There is a lack of respect for the trans experience. A lot of Black gay men... I hate to say it, see their trans sisters as fucking butch queens that decided to become girls. And that is not it. For him to say, for him to be sitting, he was presented with an opportunity to really educate. Mm -hmm. And you know he knows. Right. And he was also presented with an opportunity, even if he didn't know exactly what to say, as Hope stated, it was it, it would it would have been a time to hold himself accountable for not knowing exactly what to do in those moments. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It is not every trans person responsibility to be passable for you. Right. 
I need people to hear me on that. Repeat it. It is not the responsibility of any trans person to be passable for your acceptance because that's the shit he was perpetuating. Mm -hmm. Don't get mad at me because I know what to call you. What the fuck are you, what are you talking about? Right. And if somebody call you a girl or a sissy, exactly, you you, the first one one probably want to fight. Exactly, bitch. People need to understand that these flippant comments about trans women, trans people of trans experience. can lead to violence. That's how their experience really differs from that. Like, it's very closely related, but the shit, it's in the stats. It's in the statistics. Be careful. And for you to be in the community and then you fucking cooning for... Uh, a cis woman who posed the question in order to learn from right. <laughs> but you're gonna answer that with ignorance for laughter like for laughing it, it, and it wasn't desperate. even funny yeah it, with a story that like Hope Giselle I didn't even believe yeah it was I, I didn't even believe that story it was I, a I, dry attempt to be funny Yes. And it fell flat. And what it became was offensive. And disgusting. It fuels hatred and yes. transmedia because people like you are um, getting on these platforms, saying things like this. And now that we just had this conversation, you saying things like this on this platform is making people that's trying to learn or who already hate us say, oh, it must be oh, okay. Yeah. So he said it. It's okay. He said it. It must be fine. It must be okay. <clears throat> and then, sir, how fucking dare you bring T.S. Madison into this? That was so uncalled for. First of all, let me tell you, first of all, the first where you went wrong was you are not a person of trans experience. So you don't even get to comment on what the fuck she was commenting on. Right. And she was talking about her own. She was talking about her own individual experience. And you have to remember, just like black people ain't a monolith, just like gay men ain't a monolith, trans people ain't a monolith either. Right. So you using that as an example to to, um, you know, quantify your fucking transphobia. Shame on you. You're in it. You are. That was ridiculous. Yeah. T.S. Madison is speaking on her experience. You do not have the liberty to use her words, her experience to perpetuate your fucking transphobia. Right. Out of context to almost. Exactly. Yeah. To push your agenda. She wasn't even talking about what the fuck you was talking about. (laughs) Again, that desperation. You looking for something real quick to get out of the fire. She said it. She said it. She said it. She said this. 
Go suck a dick. Go suck a dick, please. Don't do that. Okay. I'm Not sure now. it's way more fun. And that's more fun than me hearing your damn jokes. Because ain't none of them funny. Ever. Damn, y'all mean. Hmm. He must think that's going to get him some respect in the comedy game. <laughs> Nigga trying to be controversial. <laughs> Dream on. Dream on. You over here tap dancing in your fucking patty mills for straight folks. Bitch, and I'm sure it's a cheap patty mill. If they already hate you, they gonna still hate you. And guess what? The faggots hate you too now. Mm -hmm, Because... I don't even know. Do they? Dude, I don't of, know. A lot of them faggots agree. They was uh co-signing his bullshit. And for all y'all that was doing that, uh-uh, re-examine why you thought that was funny. You need to think, re-examine in a community when you're supposed to be aligned with trans women, examine, go back, re-examine why that is incorrect. And right. you co-signing this stupid ass makes you look stupid. Very. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Don't, don't invalidate somebody's identity because you feel their gender expression doesn't fit into fit what, what you want. your standard of what it should because be. Because she's not running around here looking like Amaya. Half of them don't. And ain't none of your fucking business. Let people live. Because we ain't going to say what you look like. Okay. And half of you niggas started out rocky too. A rocky, rocky road. And it's just... He doesn't even realize like that type of things can put um, gay men at harm too because many of us who are on the the gender spectrum, you don't... You make it... uh, you make it hard for us to be visible too. Absolutely. What about those of us who aren't completely masculine or fit into that agenda? Absolutely. Are we not men? <laughs> I mean, we don't have all night. We, we don't have all night, all night. But I'm here to fucking tell you, bitch, I exist. Exactly. And, and I, I don't exist. need your acceptance to exist. Yes. And if you don't know what the fucking call me, guess what? You shouldn't be speaking to me any fucking way, bitch. <laughs> and I don't even know why they didn't even ask a trans person this exactly. question. Why are, are you asking? What are you asking a man for? He's not a trans spokesperson. <laughs> what the fuck are y'all doing? See, this is just a blatant on the well, part well, of you know, listen, one brush. on the part you of cis people. It's just a blatant disregard for everyone's indi- like experience. Like, mm-hmm. I, well, he one of them, so I guess you know he could he can answer the question. That's not how that go. <laughs> In a sense, it almost implied like, well, 
ain't a gay man and a trans yeah, woman. Yeah, like thing? it's a gay man and it, it become a woman. So I guess he know. No, bitch. Don't some of our experiences overlap? Fucking at, and he, you can look at him and tell he's not the type of person to even ask that type of question. I'm sorry, he isn't. I agree. Okay. Wholeheartedly. You would have been better off t- asking that fool when's you know when's his next gig. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Harsh. Listen, I ain't got hard to swallow. It is. And I hope he choke. On chicken grease. Again. <laughs> and hope was plucked. But let me tell you something. She was calm. She was, because she's sick of these people cooning and dancing. At this At point, her like... expense. She's right there. Give her, throw her a little coin. She, you want to know about the trans experience? There's so many beautiful, intelligent um, trans women and trans men that, that are um, well-versed in how to handle, like, will walk you through it. Just throw them a little coin, just like you threw his stupid ass a coin. Give them the coin, <laughs> and they're ready and willing. The coin, give these girls the coin. And also, um, T.S. Madison is on Fox Soul. Absolutely, give T.S. more co- the coin. Give these girls the coin. They will tell you what you need to know. And secondly, bitch, all of these people don't want to educate you freely, but there are many willing and ready people that are raising their fucking hand like actually, I'll do it I'll do it no give my girls the coin yeah they deserve give them the coin you gave that little dry dry butch queen a fucking coin give her a coin it reminds me of when um I saw Shangela, the drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race, she was on a talk show and they asked her about the trans experience. And the first thing that she said was, well, I'm not a trans person. Um, and But there are many people that I know that can educate you better on um, gender pronouns yeah. and the experience. I said, thank you. It's, it's okay to say you don't know sometimes too. Yeah. It's preferred. Yeah. <laughs> because, bitch, don't lie. Don't lie. You don't know. And it's okay to not know. Look at people. Did we get it all out? I think so. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, someone we need to defend because I'm going to defend her at all costs. Yes. Chloe Bailey. Yes. We got to talk about this. This is a picture. This is cute. Yes, they they look like stars. They look like money, like, ooh. Like, I got the money. Okay. Well, First and foremost, um, there's a new series out on Amazon Prime called Swarm. Um, it is literally directly and not so subtly talking about the Beyonce and the Beehive. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, thus the, the term swarm. Um, but in the first episode, how it's connected to Chloe Bailey, um, her character on the show does a sex scene, and she just says straight getting back shots. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I I was so impressed with these back shots that I said, let me go watch this shit. It was turning it. It was turning it. Um, but it didn't take niggas long to have something to say and they were ready to slut shame her. Between this and these other um, hotepian ass niggas that was rushing to the pulpit to talk about Sierra wearing her um, nude mesh dress and like you're supposed to be a wife and a mother. Suck her dick. Let me tell you something. You'll never be married to Sierra. You will never get to tell her anything. You will never meet a bitch like Sierra. Ever. In your life. First of all, um, her man don't care. Exactly. And secondly... He's right here admiring the view. Mm-hmm. And her man don't get to tell her what the fuck to wear either. Exactly. So she why do you, you want. think you get to tell her what to wear? <laughs> Y'all, these people are cuckoo and crazy. (laughs) Chloe. Okay, it's certain things people got to get over. Chloe is sexy. Chloe likes to throw her ass. Yep. And she's a grown Chloe is young and beautiful and talented and smart. Mm -hmm. Leave her the fuck alone. <laughs> He's yeah. going to succeed. Right. While throw she's in her 20s. Y'all are out here throwing your asses on the corner. Yeah. Why can't she do it? Y'all the same age. They cannot take her. You have it, throw it back. And it be niggas with six kids at the age of 26. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> talking shit. Nigga, you a whole hoe sitting here telling she's doing pretend Everybody sex on had camera. A, exactly. Pretend somebody had a ball doing it. Mm-hmm. That would have been a key for me. I would have been like, come on, damson. Let's yeah. do this. Show me what you got. Amtrak. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and let me add this. Uh, The Academy, Golden Globes, whoever, y'all need to stop playing in Damson Idris' face. His acting and the collective acting on his show, Snowfall, is beyond stellar. I don't understand why anyone is not talking about it. Y'all need to get it together. He has been doing excellent work. It's in its sixth season. And, you know, I have a thing about shows in their final season. Sometimes they can fall flat. Mm -hmm. This is every bit as compelling as when it first came on the screen. Stop playing in his face. Mm. Okay, now we can continue. (laughs) Well, since you even brought that up. Also, his fine face. Angela Bassett, we love you. Angela Bassett did. Angela Bassett 
Let me tell you. <laughs> Angela Bassett did the thing. Angela. Did y'all feel the pain in her face? Listen, and she has every right to be. Look, she yeah. could be mad that she didn't win. Fuck yeah. y'all. Of course. Y'all think everybody got to be gracious when exactly. they lose. Exactly. And just because she black, she ain't got to win all the time. I'm sorry. I want all the blacks to win. But right. I kept hearing about Jamie. Um, What's her face? Jamie Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. She was excellent in that movie. I, I haven't seen movies. it yet. And because I saw both movies, I didn't know who was going to win. Because both performances were great. Angela and Hela won the um, Golden Globes, okay? Like, mm-hmm. you know, listen. But she didn't have to... Listen, she Historically, be, be, when you get those certain tickets and check certain boxes, you almost like, oh my God, it's going to happen. It like lines you up for the Oscars. Yeah, and like, like they say, if you win the Golden Globes and the SAG, most usually, likely you're yeah. gonna win. But that shit is a toss up. They had some really great movies this year. Like I was surprised at a few things at that Golden Globe. I ain't gonna get into it, but a Ooh. few of my shows got overlooked by some people that are. Oh, for the Emmys. No, the Golden Globe. Oh, the Golden Globe. Yeah, okay, yeah. Me and hey, Emmys, yeah. one of our personal favorites, Bob Odenkirk. And oh, and um, he was nominated, all. but he did not win for again. That. <sighs> anyway, after six seasons, it's a toss-up, you know. And he, yeah. I think, he was nominated like three or four times. So it's a toss-up, but Angela, like. I don't think she was, you know, being a sore loser. Like, they just caught her at a moment where she was like, damn, you know, like. I think we also got to paint, again, adding to the award she won right before that. This is a woman that is, I'm going to say, 65 years old. And this is coming off of the the height of of Shirley Roth just winning her Emmy after all these yes. years. And it just feels like, oh my God, like maybe I might have my moment maybe. too. Just maybe. I'm, I can feel it. But, <laughs> no. Um, and so I think that's what happened. Angela and, is always a winner to me. She's an excellent oh, actor. Yeah. Even though she's on <laughs> one of me and Emmy's special lists that will not be named here. But she is an excellent. I know that list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you know that Jennifer Lewis is on it too? Uh Yeah. And and so is Jennifer Lopez. (laughs) Samuel L. is also on this list. Um, (laughs) There's some people from Triangle on this list. That was OPET. Monique's on that list. No, it's no need to go there. Monique is actually not on this list. She's on But that maybe list she should me. be. She's on that list for me. There's some white people on this list too. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Julia Roberts is also on that list. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if y'all can guess what kind of list this is. It's if you don't know, list, and we just keep adding names. Like, if you know, you know. If you know, if just think, just think about the names we're naming. Like the continuity in the yes, names. like 
Okay, <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> Maybe. Next. But anyway, also, I think um, an Asian actress won a. Yes, Michelle, you. The first in this entire history, right? Now, you know that's a goddamn shame. <laughs> it really is. That's a goddamn shame. That is a goddamn shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Wait, That's so another one, Michelle educate me. Which didn't Anime Wong win an award years ago? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Michelle Yo has been whooping ass, looking cute for years in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. I am so happy she is getting her things. Me too. And she's in so many things that I love. I think she was just in that um, prequel of the The Witcher. I know she was good in that. <laughs> she was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just great. She's amazing. Love seeing her. That's why I always say to myself, like when you see Michelle Yo, bitch, you know that shit is. You good. know it's about to be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna she be gonna deliver. Good. I don't know why, but every time I see, her, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> My girl Michelle, Shelly Shell. Yes. <laughs> but listen, this is about Chloe Bailey. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah I forgot. Yeah. Is it about Chloe Bailey? <laughs> Listen, it is about Chloe Bailey. First of all, I'm just happy to see her still acting and, and getting the star and the shine that she's getting. I feel like a lot of people also were like downplaying her once um, her sister got the cast as Ariel. Um, yeah, but she she wasn't left in the dust, and she also is going on tour soon. She has a lot to be happy about. Absolutely, like she, Chloe is B, and they just want her to stay. Like you know, they want her and Hallie to be little like girl. little girls playing the guitar, synchronized. You know, doing Beyonce covers. No, Chloe. The minute she walked, she was on Instagram going to, you know, light her candle in her panty. She wanted y'all to know she was available. She was here for the shit. And some of y'all acting like y'all don't remember what y'all was doing in y'all 20s. Yeah, because half of y'all motherfuckers wasn't young and pulled, okay? And half Chloe is pulled. And 25 pulled, was doing it at 11. <laughs> When you're it. young and pulled, you damn near do whatever the fuck you want to do. Right. Right. So stop hating on, on the dog. Stop hating. Okay. She ain't her yeah. sister. Her and her sister are different. They're different girls. Yep. And let them be different. I also want to provide a small little review on Swarm. Um, I did watch the series. Mm. Um, if you were to ask me what I give it out of a 10, I wouldn't answer the question. Okay. Um, but what, <laughs> oh, wow. what I would say is for you to watch it for yourself and um, gain whatever you can from it. I'm I do, not. But 
Your message is <laughs> like your message is conflicting. Uh, there no. was it had it had some really good moments though. Um, Billie Eilish is in it. Paris Jackson. Wow. Billie Eilish. She's in it. Mm-hmm. I'm gagging. Mm-hmm. She did good. Yeah, there's a good. clip of her going around. I'm like, okay, she got some little chops there. It's quite a few stars in it. Um, and it has its moments. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. It's up there. <laughs> I, I think that Treat there's some things to enjoy. There's some good, uh, and it's creative in the sense of it's about um, how dangerous, um, like this fanatical, what fan base people can be. Yeah, when you go over the edge, and but it, of course it goes to the extreme of her becoming a serial killer, but um. I don't know. It's entertaining, entertaining, and also creative. So, mm-hmm. make an assessment for yourself and let mm-hmm. me know what, what y'all, you y'all watch uh, that. <laughs> Along with Harlem, can y'all watch that for me too? Y'all can watch that too. <laughs> we love black shows. Mm-hmm, very much. So much. So much that we're writing our own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shows like this let me know that I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Swarm, um, I saw Beyonce trending trending on Twitter. And someone said, in your opinion, what is Beyonce's magnum opus generally her best piece of work, oh, album God. or song? We done argued about this before. I feel like we like spoke about this before. We did, right? but let's uh, do it yeah, again. Probably, I'm always ready. Probably five times. All right. <laughs> and we disagree too because y'all, you're, you two was different. Y'all were different than mine. But this time you got to choose one album. Oh and man, one song. I can choose one. Wait, what? Wait, what is what? What's the the criteria for this one? Opus. Her best piece of work, album or song? Yeah. Best. Oh, that's hard for me. Um, Because now, like, everything changed with. Nah, I'm gonna be all re- all the way real. The first album, <laughs> sorry, that that's that's her best work. That's her best work. For DJ? me. Yep. To this, no, um, dangerously no, in love uh, album. Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh. Well, yep, debut album for me, and I had to think about it for a bit because I was stuck between that um, Beyonce album and um, B Day. Because I think what, all three of those are like quintessential Beyonce album, um, but I've settled on the first album for albums. Whoa. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm shocked myself. Me too. Well, I think the Beyonce album. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what about you, Lindsay? Period. Ah, man. But for me, this is a toss-up between 
Lemonade and maybe even Renaissance. It's well, it's a three way. It's between self titled Lemonade and Renaissance. But I guess I will say, if I were to say one out of those three, I would still choose Lemonade. Wow. Yeah. Three completely different albums from all over. I just absolutely loved. Lemonade. I don't know what. It's so well, I don't know why. I said what you said. It just lemonade. Dangerously in love. And, and now song. No, now one song. I think I have my one song. Okay, what's yours? <laughs> Ooh, wait. I'm just, and it's so funny in my mind. I'm like, <laughs> I like singing. Um, actually, no. This is harder than I thought. This is harder than I thought. I thought I had one. I think I have another three way. <laughs> okay, if you got three, give me the three, and then I'm. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Marcus knows his. He do. Well, I have name. another three-way though, but it's it's these albums. I swear, Deja Vu. Um, the song Deja one. Vu. Um, I would one. say Drunken Love. Okay. And maybe Alien Superstar. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good three. <laughs> Oh That's a good God. thing. But now I'm like, wait, maybe I should change those. <laughs> but I think Ooh. those are pretty good. No, but maybe I, I might switch out Drink and Love. Maybe I'll put it. Girl, pick it. All right. <laughs> she already chose. And out of the three, Deja Vu. I'm good with that. Okay. That song is perfect to me. No, yeah, it's solid. It's solid. Damn. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna say three. Alien superstar. Alien superstar is in my top three. Mm-hmm. Along with I care, I care. Yes. And. I know you'll laugh. I really, I really love <clears throat> um, Baby Boy. I knew that was your last Yes. Mm-hmm. Another perfect song. Yes, Baby another Boy perfect song. Baby Boy is one of mine. Perfect. Y'all gonna get I got a, such a random one. Baby Boy is one of mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the last one, y'all, the next one y'all gonna read. <laughs> um, <laughs> check up on it. Bye. He just like jiggling his ass to that one. <laughs> he loved that song because he like jiggling to <laughs> it. Actually, no. Let me scrap that one. I'm going to put Baby Boy. I don't know why, but my heart is telling me to choose for me upgrade you <laughs> for me another perfect song i love upgrade you like it's like deja vu elevated 
it had me in a chokehold. But I just love Deja Vu for some reason. But Upgrade You was one of my my backups. Yeah. Um, and <sighs> damn, the last ooh, one more, right? And then you picked out of your three. Uh, baby boy, upgrade you, and one song I can't live without from Beyonce. Um, damn, I can't. <laughs> I know, right? The indecisive Libra. I chose two, though, out of three. One, una más, mi amor. <laughs> um, hold on. Look at him. Let me go through the library real quick. <laughs> yeah, like, what's the line? What's. Oh, bitch, I got a lot of Beyonce songs. In my okay. <laughs> I had to make me a whole separate playlist for that bitch. Yeah. Oh, my God. I actually really like Naughty Girl, but I don't know if I can put that in my. Why not? But do you love it more than... Oh. I forgot. I just mentioned the first album. I have to say Me, Myself, and I. Yes. A perfect song. Uh, Yes, that's, that's my thing. Yes. I don't know. That should have actually been my first song that I mentioned. I love that part when she's like, whoa. And just that whole riff. Honestly, oh my God. Before it goes back into the chorus, I'm like, ugh. And I love it when she sings alive. Justin. I do. I love it when she sings alive. And I would ever disappoint myself. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think it might be one of her most true R&B songs ever. Mm-hmm. It's not overdone. It's, it's, perfect. it's perfectly right where it needs oh, to be. Oh, it's perfect. It's a, the sound was perfect. I, I, yeah. 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 So out of them three, which one is your one? Damn. Well, now I, I, I think I'm going to have to say... Yeah, but it, it it doesn't feel correct to say that that's her magnum opus. So I'm just gonna go with Baby Boy. That because that's quintessential. But like, what Baby Boy? To me, that's like what she gave in that video. <laughs> what she gave in that video to me, it, it set the tone for everything else. Beyonce. <laughs> Let me tell you something. She did a making the video with MTV. I will never. I watched that. I watched that every time it came on. Dancing in that fucking scene. I said. Bitch, you better. (laughs) I was like, this bitch is trying to tell us something. That was Beyonce hungry. And I remember they were trying to read. I was like, no, that was hard. Y'all are trying it. Yeah, they were trying to read. They were like, that's that was whack. A back bend in the sand, bitch, you go do it. 
<laughs> yeah. Those that actually paved the way for deja vu. I was like, oh no, she's trying to tell you whole something. I think I gotta listen to this. Yeah. 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 It ain't it ain't a coincidence that she put that song in her Super Bowl performance, okay? I'm okay. That song is <laughs> baby boy is perfect. Yeah. Love hearing it out like wherever. Every now and then I randomly hear the DJ play that. It's so fun. <laughs> it's such a fun song. It's great to dance to. Everybody always sings it. Mm-hmm. Ron Paul is on it. Perfect. Yeah, it's just perfect. Yeah. All right. Beyonce, we love you. I do. Yes. And also, speaking of Beyonce, um, Right after the whole Sierra thing, wearing the nude like mesh dress and men coming at her about it, I feel this is just a theory that she made a post like a day or two later in a like a nude mesh dress. Yeah, you just in support of Sierra. Yeah, it's weird. Yes. Y'all want these girls. Y'all want these girls to give y'all the ass and titties, and when they give you the ass and titties, y'all act like y'all don't want it. Mm -hmm. And I I love that Beyonce does this thing where I'm not gonna say, I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna do, and I'm gonna give you this ass, and I'm gonna give you these. Like I'm gonna give it to you. Now say something. I'm a wife and a mother. Even with three kids, I'm giving it to you because yeah. this body is doing all of the shows. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Even if that was not the case, I feel like it was, and it came at the perfect time. Okay, <laughs> well, she's a Virgo. You never. Yeah, I'm, I'm positive. I don't believe in coincidences. That's like what that. that was. Yeah, <laughs> very calculated in her, you know, social media yeah, like, strategy. You give them a little titty and shut them up. Yeah, this is yeah. Leave Sierra yeah. alone. All right. Here's the T O D, the topic of the day. Now, of course, I'm always scrolling on Twitter and social media to see what the fuck the folks are talking about. But guess what I came across? A tweet from myself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this really stems from an actual event that took place. So let me start here. (laughs) Queer folks are not your fucking personal entertainment. They ain't. I didn't know I needed to say this, um, but apparently I do, and there are others that can relate to this. So here's what happened. I am just walked the ball in New York, and I happen to be wearing red, a very feminine look, and some heels, and a cat suit, all this glam, right? And I'm posting photos on my gay page on Facebook, but then I was like, let me share it on my other page that I rarely use. On his trade page. On my trade page. My my straight <laughs> page that has like um my um like students from college and high school and my full government name. <laughs> my original Facebook page that I left because of shit like this. Yes. So my mom friend who I haven't spoken to, and I kid you not, at least 10 years. 
if not more, randomly hits me up. And the first thing this motherfucking big black bitch said to me was, I want to see you getting dragged. <laughs> not a high, not a I miss you, not a I like your photos. I want to see. Not a I am so and so. Right. Not a I do drag, and I would love to get you to do it. Bitch, do you own a club? Because that's the only way. Like, how are you demanding? (laughs) Wow. I want to see you in drag. So when she said that. You were supposed to get up and drag. You were supposed and to get up and um, smack my fucking face on the countertop with exactly, the makeup. Exactly, and start and I'm in makeup. I'm in drag queen. Right. Grab my wig out the trash and just get up and drag for you. <sighs> Some of y'all are probably listening to this and saying it's not that serious. It is that serious because it is. Yeah, um, gay men are not dolls. They're not accessories. They're not your puppets. They're not here for you. I have seen women in the street g- looking at gay men going, do it. Do what it. do you want them to do? <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. Do it this. Do it. You do be it. a motherfucker house. Who are you? About to be evicted. A bitch be like, you vote dip. Dip for and me. And some of you niggas be performing. Like the monkeys, y'all are. <laughs> Stop doing Listen. Stop. It's a consistent thing of cis women doing this shit. In particularly, in my experience, black women, because that's what I know best. Absolutely. Because it's a way in the warped mind of a black cis woman it is their way of relating because once again they're conflating being gay with an absence of manhood right Mm -hmm. so the first thing they want to do is dismiss the manhood Mm -hmm. and they want to see the femininity and it's weird because it's almost like sometimes it's kind of harmless, even though it's harmful. Mm-hmm. Because the femininity is something that relates us both. It connects us both. Black mm-hmm. women and black gay men, we're connected. Whether we like it or not, we mm-hmm. are connected. Like, um, you know... Our oppressors are the same. Yes, our oppressors yeah. are the same. And our language our language of love is the same. Yeah, this know, is shared culture, shared connection. Shared culture, shared language. It's shared, cultural exchange. Shared expression. Because yeah. a lot of gay boys get a lot of their shit from their mammies and their aunties and their sisters. And for right. people like me, just idolize those type of women all their lives. So don't get me I wrong. I get that part. And I think, you know, that's the harmless part. That's the harmless part. But it becomes harmful. 
first of all, don't nobody need to perform on demand. <laughs> so, so that means when the the one particular girl says to me, "Lil Kamar, do one of your songs." Yes. <laughs> That means so you're supposed to grab a mic right now. Rap me. <laughs> you're supposed to grab a mic. A fake mic. Out his ass crack. Full right. show. Because he was waiting in his ass crack, ready to rap for you. Does that make sense? Because <laughs> that was not. supposed to anyway. grab the mic and go, Ishalaga, Ishalaga. <laughs> <laughs> they do. You're not like, same. girl, what you want me to do it right You're here? We are not the same. <laughs> you want me to do it right here? <laughs> right here. Right now? In the middle of the food court. Yeah, because they think being a gay man, let me tell you something. Gay men, gay culture, gay black, you know, like any anytime black people are involved, it's lit. So you know, black gay culture. It's it is effervescent. It is fun. It can be joyous. I love my um my people. You know, black gay men are my people. Butch queens, they are my people. But I respect them as men. It's Not only know. individually, but collectively. Right. The culture is something to be celebrated. The culture is something to be protected, too. It's not fun and games. It's not just about doing hair. It's not just about them dancing and cutting up. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, they've gotten killed for these very same things. We must keep that in mind. For outwardly expressing themselves. There's and- a sanctity in Black gay male expression that should be upheld. And that's the way I feel about it. Like, even outside, when I'm not in my gay world, I'm speaking regular to people. I don't even use gay jargon because it's not for that. Right. There's a space and time for it. And I don't, and I don't want, like, even... And it's a and it is sort of like a cis woman thing. Like even lesbians do it. They come around gay men. They're like, yeah, <laughs> they don't want to hear all that. <laughs> no, it's like <clears throat> we like the like the joke, the gimmick, the butt of the joke. Yes, like you and know, I, like, when a gay man coming to speak, it's it's gonna be fun. And everything is just most meant to be fun and not serious. Yes, and I, and I noticed that it's not just me. I'm even looking from the outside, looking in at even look at Saucy Santana when he was seriously talking about his experience and how JT and Carisha yes. hurt his feelings. Remember, I went off about because the whole. Carisha looked at him and was like, "I mean, it's not that serious. It is fucking serious, it is. bitch." He's telling you that he's having trouble being in love, being in a relationship. And you as his fucking girlfriend should be able to understand that, at least on that base level. Mm -hmm. He's an effeminate, black, effeminate gay man. It's hard. I, I don't get it. And it was all jokes and giggles to her. People cannot see past their own limited scope of thinking when it comes to this community. That's why I'm extra sensitive about it. 
because I have done so much work because of the people I love, because I can't be an ignorant fool, you know, being in the spaces where I am. I had to learn so much. I had to listen. And y'all should be doing that too, especially when it, I always say this, especially when it comes to people you love. And not only that, just respecting another person's experience. This is what this is all about. Respecting other people's experiences. People are not circus clowns. Right. What about the gay men that y'all get mad at because they don't want to fuck you? They ain't out here dancing and prancing. No. <laughs> but they fucking other niggas, though. <laughs> and they don't want you. <laughs> they don't want you. Some girls got to get over that, too. They do. And it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. It is so okay. It really is. Little Kumar, have outside of that one time, this someone asked you to rap. Have you had other experiences where you felt like women saw you as a tool or uh, outlet for entertainment? <laughs> oh yeah, it happens a lot. You know, especially at work. You know, you meet you meet some girl and you know, she's like, Yeah, somebody this is not the time. <laughs> and <laughs> right. Sometimes and, it's a yes. And even if it was the time, even if it was the time, bitch, I don't know you. Exactly. I, know you. I can't be ah. I don't know you and I can't even really continue this conversation with you because that's not how I speak. Yeah. That's not how I speak to my gay my gay girlfriends. We don't we don't speak like that. So mm-hmm. bitch, update yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Um, but and honestly, it probably happens like twice a year, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, but no. Has somebody ever demanded me to rap them? I think that has happened twice. Once in a house at a dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay, take that in at a dinner at somebody's house. Somebody asked me to perform a song. I won't say who this person is, but I do love her. (laughs) And then uh, I feel like the other time was just like we were out like at a bar and she was full and it was giving do something. And I'm like, she understand why I was doing it. She thought I was acting. You know, stuck up. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know. She was of a particular age, too. And I'm like, bitch, don't you know that this is not, this is not cool? This is not that. And actually, I'm rarely uncomfortable, but that actually made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. To have to say no, because she was asking in front of other people. Right. And then, and then, you know, and then, you know, black people, they're stupid. So they have those questions. They say, well, you're a rapper, so what? So how can you be shy? Listen, you're not a fucking exec for a record label. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay? You're no one. You have to put me in touch with Clive Davis, bitch. But a lot of people in Hollywood are shy, right? 
they don't open up until they go on stage until the camera says go or until they're in the motherfucking studio. So I don't know. If you want to hear me rap? Go download my shit. Go listen to my music. I have a video while I have. It's available have at the palm of your hand. I have, I have music available to stream right now. Yeah. Go do that. Go support me. If you want to see a gay man in the arts, bitch, go support it. <laughs> right. But I can't say that. Because yeah. you, you try to be respectful to the people you love and you know they mean well, but yeah. it's an uncomfortable conversation to have. It, 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 it reminds me also when you were just saying that, um, now I thought about a time where I was in college and... <clears throat> We were at like some type of college party. I can't remember all the details, but I remember some song came on, right? Again, this is a predominantly cis heterosexual space. And some song came on, like maybe like um whatever. It has um like like that techno almost Vogue style influence in it, but it wasn't like a ballroom Vogue song, right? And out of nowhere. One of my cisgender girlfriends was like, oh, yes, vote for me, vote for me in front of all these straight boys. She was just like, vote, come on, vote. Why are you acting scared? If you don't get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Mind you, this is a party full of like Jamaicans, Caribbeans, Africans and shit. Some of the most homophobic people <laughs> She was trying to line you up. <laughs> she was. She was trying to line you. She was. And she completely did not see the harm in her asking that no, question. Because, you know, it's something she don't have to worry about. She doesn't have but, to, you don't have to worry about violence. Nope. Due to just simply expressing yourself. I, it's something about the entitlement for me. Yes. Like, I am because I'm your friend, friend and I'm doing you a favor, I guess, of being your it's friend. deeper than that, Emmy. <laughs> I am heterosexual. I am considered normal. You are not. Therefore, you there's the hierarchy, superiority complex. Therefore, you must perform for me because that's my way of accepting you. You performing is... Um, making this palatable for me. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Fuck y'all. And pay attention because I noticed one of the signs of when um, a cis woman thinks that you're their entertainment. When you're just naturally, when they find every motherfucking thing you do funny, (laughs) even when it's not funny, That's sign number one to me. Two, every time you express yourself as a queer person and they find that, like, oh, this motherfucker funny. Look at him dancing gay. <laughs> Gaily. <laughs> look at him doing that gay dance. Oh, look at him in his gay top. Oh, look at him in his gay clothes. He funny. Why is this a joke to you? <laughs> Why is this in- so entertaining and laughable? <laughs> That's a sign to me right there. Every time you show up in a spot being extra to them, it somehow becomes a joke. Right. 
people do it. I want y'all to pay attention. Pay attention and pay attention to y'all baddie girlfriends. I know y'all love them because these girls are over. They have 23 inches of hair. They're gorgeous usually, but those are some of the most homophobic ones. Oh, hell yeah. And y'all let them do it because they're baddies. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. They put on Be they tap dancing shoes for them. Hard to swallow. Very they put hard on to their swallow. tap dancing shoes for these the bad bitches. But like we just told you, Santana and his bad bitch friends, they are so unconcerned with his plight as a mm-hmm. black gay man who presents effeminate He's fun, though, to twerk with. He's fun to do a lot of shit with, but he was asking them to be understanding about something that he was upset by. It was when his sec- there was a sex tape that leaked and people thought it was him. And they yeah, were and like, it's not a big deal. And he was like, hello. No, they jokingly also chimed in, like playing like it really was him. Or yeah, something. like, do you understand how hard it was? it's been for me? To get to this position, I'm trying to take my music career seriously. And exactly. Here you are. Like, are y'all fucking crazy? <laughs> it be them baddie friends. So y'all need to watch that, and don't cater to them either. Get them together. Hold them accountable. This is your life. And look at it, bitch, and see if they laughing a little too hard. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So if you are one of those women that think it's really harmless to ask us to dance, sing, Vogue, Vogue, rap. <laughs> oh, I forgot this one. Randomly out of fucking nowhere, they see a gay wearing makeup and walk up like, do my makeup. Yeah. Do my makeup. They don't all do that. Oh, let me stop every fucking thing I'm doing right now to do your whole face <laughs> for free, by the way. Do my makeup. They just think y'all automatically know how to do it, too. Oh, do my hair. Can you do my hair? You got my feet, bitch? Like... <laughs> and no. I don't know. Some of y'all really need to go play in traffic. Some of y'all don't know how to communicate and talk. Y'all weird as hell. Weird, exactly. Weirdos. Weirdos. That's not how you build connections and bonds. Thinking like, oh, if I try to initiate a relate. Oh, actually, and not even just that. I noticed that like some women are like this incessant search for a gay best friend. (laughs) So they feel like as soon as they meet a gay person, they try to build connection on like using gay lingo. (laughs) Like right away. Like Marcus said, like at work, like gay person. Hey, what's the tea? Misting honey. (laughs) 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 Turn to eat. 
Do you want sauce <laughs> on your taco or not? Like, bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Over. This tea, honey. <laughs> I like when I like when the girls are more subtle. Like they look you up and down. And they be like, "I like your shoes," and they go about their day. And then you look at her later, like. I fuck with her. Because <laughs> it's like, you didn't feel like I owed you a friendship just for that one compliment, right? right. It was just like a general compliment. You treated me like a human. <laughs> like you should, bitch, but yeah. Like but some of these hoes be going the extra mile. <laughs> like, so what do you do funny. like on Fridays and... Or they come in hot, girl. Uh, you can't oh, be oh, everybody, girl. everybody don't like that. Do, do you? And especially us, we have to be careful. We can't be just say, be saying, "Girl." Oh my God! First of all, yes, because all gays, gay men are not okay no. with that. No, that and is. We that all is don't know each other either. Their, that is a part of their um, colloquial language. Yeah. They address one another. And we have to use it sparingly as well because, again... A lot... Yeah, they don't. <laughs> I have seen motherfuckers come toe-to-toe about the box over some shit like that. Yeah. Don't call me girl. <laughs> but I am a proud him, he, she, her. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't give a fuck. But... But no, again, adding to that, no, I don't know Keyshawn in Nebraska just because he's gay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know all the motherfucking gay clubs in every city. I really don't. And gay parties and gay events. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know about the gay karaoke yet? Every gay person in every state they think I'm I know gay, you know him? gay event, everything. The shame. Y'all the better shame. memorize this shit before Pride Month. The next <laughs> time y'all trying to tell somebody to, to go tell your mammy go dance. I'm gonna start doing that thing that black women hate. I'm gonna be like, smile. <laughs> Wow. I'm gagging y'all keep saying mammy. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying mammy. Mammy. Paul, Paul. Tell your mammy to go dance. <laughs> Tell your mammy to vote. Tell your mammy. Hattie McDaniel. Mammy. I can't with Mammy. Just trying it. I cannot with that it word. It is so slavery. Like, <laughs> it, is, it is so slavery. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had to get that out. It was heavy yeah. on my spirit. Um, Sisheads, get it together. Not going to yeah. tell y'all again. No, Ma. I'm just going to start reading you. I'm like, bitch, I don't motherfucking know you. Right. Anywho, 
I feel like you may have learned something today, Swallowers. Um, and if so. you didn't, that's fine. Hope you at least still enjoyed the show. And give us five stars if you enjoyed our commentary. <laughs> Subscribe to this channel. Give us a five mm-hmm. star review. Buy us a goddamn coffee. Buy us a goddamn motherfucking coffee. Buy us a pill. Buy us a pill. Okay, buy some pills, okay? And if you want to stay up to date on when episodes are coming about, or if you want to share with a friend, follow us at HTS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Oh, look out for Lyrical Noir. Do you want to talk about your visual? Or it's not coming it? until it's not coming until April, mid April. So I'll Ooh, we'll look out for something special. Yeah, as you know, Lyrical Mars having a red era. Yeah, <laughs> listen, I don't know yeah. if I'm a red era anymore, girl. Okay, Ruby Red to sleeze, but okay. anyway. <laughs> 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 anyway, we are out, swallowers, and until next time. Good night. Good night. Like an owl. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Oh. <laughs> Who gonna eat me? Who? Very Monique and precious. <laughs> Who gonna love me? <laughs> okay, we done. <laughs> Shut up.